We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I know they say that George calls other owners, and that just doesn't even make sense to me. What would they know about the Chicago Bears problems? We all know how hard it is to run an organization. They're worried about running their own organization. They don't know about the exact problems you have in your building and what's going on. They don't know why players are getting worse. They don't know what your strength and conditioning program is. They don't know what kind of nutrition you're providing to the players. They don't know anything about your scheme. They can't even pretend to know the problems that you're having with your football team. So to me, that's just absolute nonsense. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of the Joe O Show. I am Hub Arthur sitting in for Joe Ostrowski tonight. Going to be with you until 10 o'clock. Taking your phone calls at 312-644-6767. That was my partner, Olin Krutz. Olin, of course, along with Patrick Manley and I, uh, the Bet River Sportsbook uh, pregame Bears show every week of the regular season. Uh, and then following our prop swap post game show with Pat and I, Olin would come back and do post post along with Anthony Heron talking there uh, about George McCaskey's uh, comments. Actually, I guess it was in response to my question about who he uh, consults with and gets advice from around the National Football League. Talked about other ownership groups, including the Maras, the Roonies, the Bidwells. Um, and Olin suggesting that may not be uh, the best place to go for advice. I would tend to agree, uh, particularly the Bidwells, whose organization has been more incompetent than the Bears. Uh, um, but I, I could understand wanting to uh, at least get uh, advice or have conversation, maybe is the way to put it, uh, with the Maras and the Roonies, uh, who have done a much better job. Each uh, won a couple Super Bowls already uh, in the 2000s, if you will. Um, again, 312-644-6767 is our phone number. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys. You can also text me at 312-644-6767. Um, and, uh, you know, one text here 
Um, hey, Hub wasn't Singletary a good D.C. with the 49ers before his failure as head coach. Uh, Mike Singletary has never been a defensive coordinator in the NFL. As Dan Pompey just pointed out, he may have had some D.C. experience with a minor league team uh, that he worked with recently. But uh, in his time coaching in the NFL, he was a linebacker's coach. He was a defensive assistant. He was a head coach with the San Francisco 49ers, but has not coordinated a defense in the National Football League. Um, listen, Mike, again, a world-class human being, a world-class football player, um, but has not really established any solid credentials as a coach. And so uh, Dan, uh, just visited with Dan Pompey. He did make an interesting point that I hadn't considered. Um, it may be that the Bears interviewed him just because he reached out and expressed an interest, and you certainly would uh, I, I think pay that respect to someone who's done for the organization uh, what Singletary has done. And, and I hope that that's the way it worked out. If in fact that this was something that was suggested as a Bears legend and that bringing him into the fold could solve some of the fans' uh, dissatisfaction, that would be the worst reason in the world to hire a defensive coordinator and a really bad idea um, in this particular case. Let's get back to the phones Mike is out in Rockford, and, and I believe Mike is a fairly regular contributor to the show, if it's the same Mike, anyway. Uh, so welcome in, Mike. Thanks for calling. How you doing? Hey, Hub, thanks for being on. I, I really love your show. I love your perspective. I really respect you. Um, Hub, i got a question for you. Everyone's taught, I, I, you know, I'm a big Bears fan, so I can't stand the Packers, okay? It's pretty obvious most Bears fans can't stand the Packers. Um, let me ask you this question. Um, Everyone's talking about can they stop Aaron Rodgers? Can the Bucks defense stop Aaron Rodgers? Here's a question I have: Can the Packers defense stop Tampa's offense? Because that's something else. I think this game could turn into a shootout hub. I know no one's really talking about it, and everyone's saying, "Oh, you know, they gotta." The Bucks have to go to the cold, you know, Lambeau Field. But you know, don't forget, Brady's been in so many snowballs. Brady and and Gronkowski have played in the cold. So has Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. So I put that whole cold weather thing is garbage. It's out the window. I, I'm just looking for a great football game hub. And so that's my first question. And then the second question I have, uh, if the Packers get to the Super Bowl hub and they have to face, I mean, do you think that either the Chiefs or if, if that's provided that Patrick Mahomes is playing healthy, okay, let's say he gets there and he's relatively healthy, can the Chiefs or the Bills uh, take the Packers down? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, hub. Well, Mike, I, I, you know, first of all, um, in terms of the, the, the Bucks' ability to slow the Packers down, if you go back to week six, they beat them 38 to 10, you know, the Bucks did. They sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. He's only been sacked 20 times all season. They intercepted him twice. He only threw five picks all season. And, and so certainly the Bucks' defense is capable. Now, now the Bucks' defense has been up and down. Uh, they at times uh, look like one of the more dominant defenses in the NFL. And then at other times they tend to struggle. When they struggle, it's because they're not special in the secondary. They're not particularly good in the secondary. But their front seven uh, can rival any team in the league. And, and I think it's not just Bears fandom, but, but reality that, that Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan are one of the best pairs of inside linebackers in the league and one of the best pairs we've seen in a while. 
But if there's one that can compete or is better, it's Devin White and Levante David down in Tampa. You, you know, the, these guys are playmakers. And, and then you look in front of them uh, with Jason Pierre-Paul and Indomitian Sue and Shaq Barrett. These guys have been around a while, and, and they are big-time difference makers. So, um, yeah, I, I think Tampa's defense can slow the Packers if anybody can. Uh, the matchups are favorable. They're best suited to do it. But Aaron Rodgers is playing at a level above everybody else in the league, including Tom Brady right now. And Brady had a great season. I, I mentioned this earlier today when I was on with Bernsey and Layla. I mean, you know, this guy at 43 or 40, 42 or 43, I think he's 43, at a time when we talk about him being in decline and playing out the string, he threw for 4,600 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 12 picks this year. It's one of the great quarterbacking seasons in league history, you know. And 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 if it's a, if it's a notch down for Brady, fine. But it's certainly good enough, you know. So this game, it's not going to be a defensive struggle because I just don't think the Packers' defense is good enough uh, to to limit the Bucks for 60 minutes. But we do know that Aaron Rodgers is capable of answering. The the Packers will be the favorites. They should be the favorites. They've been the best team in the NFC all year long, but there's no question that the Bucks can handle them. Again, they beat them 38-10. to 10. It was week six. It was a while ago. The Packers were still finding themselves, um, but but the, that tape is out there, and it can be done. You know, as far as the weather and, and home field advantage, uh, it, it actually, the, the forecast um, has, has digressed a little bit. Uh, they are the early game on Sunday, so uh, they will be playing in daylight for the most part. They're predicting a high of 28 degrees, and, and that'll be at right about kickoff. There is a 50% chance of some snow. Um, so it, it's not, and again, this is assuming the forecast doesn't change. We're still four days out in front of it. Um, it's not frozen tundra type stuff. You know, it, it's not the kind of stuff that a warm weather team like Tampa would freak out about. That said, the fact that Brady comes from a northern background uh, and Gronk, they're just two of the Bucks. You know, most of the 50 guys are Florida guys, or at least they are now. And so there certainly is an advantage to the Packers, um, you know, who've played there all year long over the Bucks who are coming up from Florida to play under those conditions. But I don't think it's, it's, it's the huge overwhelming impact that you would normally get with a Lambeau home field advantage. They're going to have, I think, about 9,000 fans in the stands. That's something, but it's nowhere near what you expect when that place is packed to the brim. Um, so I, I see a really competitive football game. Mike, I, I think the Bucks have an outstanding chance of knocking off the Packers. Uh, uh, I haven't yet decided who I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm still kind of struggling with that a little bit, but but certainly there should be no question um, that the Bucks can go up there and compete, and that the Bucks can go up there and win. Three one two six four four six seven six seven is the phone number. You can also text us at that number, and I will get in uh, to to some of your texts in the text zone. Um, actually, <laughs> uh, there, there's one here that is interesting. Uh, uh, this just came in. It says, uh, Hub, Brian Erlacher took a lot of criticism for social media posts in the last year. Not that you can know for sure, but do you think his brother's presidential pardon explains a lot? Uh, funny you asked that question because that's exactly what I was thinking when I heard about it, <laughs> you know, and, and it would explain it. Um, uh, Brian and I are, are not best friends, but, but I have... Uh, communicated with him on and off in recent years. And, and one of the, the most interesting experiences, I think it was three years ago that we did a show together at NBC Sports. Um, 
uh, NBC Sports Chicago, and and we would get together every week, and it was at the beginning uh, or earlier on in the Trump regime, and and some of the craziness would come up, and and he never struck me as a Trump guy. He's not a political guy. I I don't think Brian invests a whole lot of time in any politicians, um, but in those conversations, now again, this was three years ago, and things can change over three years. Um, I got I didn't get the impression at all. Uh, that, that he was a Trump supporter or believer. Uh, and so certainly I was surprised uh, to see him suddenly pop up that day at whatever that event was. I don't even remember what they were doing now. Was it the 4th of July? I can't remember. Um, uh, and so, yeah, it's it's conceivable that this would explain it. Uh, for those of you who had not heard yet, uh, apparently Donald Trump issued approximately 140 pardons, uh, clemencies, various uh, relief from criminal activities uh, in the last 24 hours. I don't know the details of all of them, don't want to know the details of all of them, but we do know that one of them, it is now being reported, is that he pardoned Casey Erlacher, uh, who was, you know, he was charged. I can't remember if he was convicted um, of, of, of political malfeasance in, in Metawa, where he was the mayor. I don't remember the specifics of the charges. Um, it, it, was, it was, as I recall, it was kind of white collar crime certainly serious and it could have resulted in jail time uh, but I, I'm not really clear to be honest with you as to whether the trial had ever even taken place or if he had been found guilty uh, but we do know that as of today he did receive a pardon uh, from Donald Trump and the answer to the texter's question is yeah I think it's reasonable to assume that it could have had a lot to do with, with why Brian Urlacher uh, was suddenly hanging around the White House and around Donald Trump don't know that to be the case you know it may just be that Trump and his wife, I'm sorry, that, that Erlacher and his wife wanted to participate and that Trump appreciated that and decided to honor him for that. Uh, I don't pretend to be able to explain uh, or, or have even invested a lot of time in trying to figure out what Trump was doing uh, with all these pardons. So uh, best answer I've got for you at the moment. Um, are the key defensive players on the Bears asked for their opinions? Uh, what better way to build trust with them than to ask for their investment in the process. This is another text in our text zone right now. Um, I I don't know. You know, th th this is what started the whole Deshaun Watson saga in Houston, in that he wasn't consulted about the hiring of the general manager. Now we're saying, you know, would you talk to a Khalil Mack, to to a, to an Eddie Jackson, to a to a Roquan Smith about the the coordinators you're looking at and considering hiring? Um, I I would think that you would certainly, you know, run names by Khalil Mack. You know, he, he is one of the four or five best defensive players in football. He may even know something about some of these guys. Um, so, you know, it is a possibility worth considering. I don't think it should be a requirement by any stretch. My answer would be I would do it if I thought it could help me find the right guy I would not do it out of some sense of obligation to players. The players are employees, uh, um, and, and they're being paid a ton of money for what they do. Uh, I don't know that they're entitled to have a say-so in who their bosses are. It's something I really do struggle with. We're going to take a very quick commercial break here. When we return, more Bears talk with J.J. Stankovic, J.J. Bears beat reporter for NBC Sports Chicago. We'll visit with J.J. in just a moment right here at The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mitchell Trubisky, a lot of conversation. What do people not know about Mitchell Trubisky that you got to see every day being the Bears defensive coordinator the past two seasons? I think going through uh, what he went through and then coming back and, and leading us to those those victories, you know, down the road and you know, getting us in the getting us in the playoffs. I mean, you you got you got a tough son of a gun there, uh, mentally, mm-hmm. physically, you know, the guy's a winner. And he's a warrior. And to be put in those uh, circumstances that, that he was and to go through what he did, you know, and to stay with it. I've seen a lot of guys go the other way. We all have, you know, and for him to stay right there. And then all of a sudden, OK, your number gets called again. You know, Nick goes down and then you come back in. He, he's got a lot of love and respect in that building. Those players, his teammates, they love Mitch and they respect Mitch and they and they have his back. I wish I could have done more, you know, for for Coach Nagy. And that organization, um, and for the offense, and to help those guys, uh, you know, but love Mitch. Chicago Bears recently retired defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano joined Adam Schefter on his podcast this week. That was Pagano talking about Mitch Trubisky, and and folks, in case you haven't put two and two together uh, today, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, developed a new potential suitor who could be serious in a big way today with the decision from uh, Philip Rivers that he will be retiring from the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this is not based on any of my sources or contact that I've had. It's all too fresh. But all you got to do is look at the offense that Frank Reich and the Colts run uh, 24-7. Look at what Mitch did in an offense designed similarly to that after the bye when the Bears made the adjustments they did. And, and I think that, that, you know, certainly the Colts will at least take a look at Mitch Trubisky and could prove to be one of the teams that shows interest in him in free agency. Uh, based on what we saw the, the, the last quarter of the season, 
he, he might be a pretty good fit for them. And, and, and there's interesting precedent for it. If you remember, Jim Harbaugh uh, was the number one pick of the Bears in 87. He started for about four or five years. Dave Wanstead came in. Uh, Jim had never fully developed. They decided to move on. He went to Indianapolis, and two years later, uh, he was a Pro Bowl quarterback who came up one Hail Mary away from a trip to the Super Bowl uh, in a loss to the Steelers, I believe it was, that year. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Right now, I want to welcome in my next guest. J.J. Stankovitz uh, is the beat reporter, uh, Chicago Bears beat reporter for NBC Sports Chicago, and good enough to join me fairly regularly when I sit in hosting here on The Score. J.J., thank you for taking time out for us tonight. I hope everybody is healthy and doing well. Well, they're, they're doing well because my wife didn't hear you uh, suggest Mitch Trubisky going to the Colts. She's a Colts fan <laughs> and would have a conniption if she found out that that was a uh, possibility. Yeah, and, and I think I was pretty clear on it. I'm not reporting this yet. haven't had a chance to follow <laughs> up with sources. But, guys, look at the Colts' offense. Look at what the Bears did to, to help Mitch be successful late in the season. There's an interesting fit there if it's something that the Colts want to take a look at, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, you know, J.J., certainly the hottest story around the Bears right now is the open defensive coordinator position. Literally within the last 10, 15 minutes, Brad Biggs is reporting uh, that Jay Rogers will be leaving Chicago to go join Brandon Staley's uh, staff in Los Angeles. I would guess that that would be as the DC, although don't know that for certain. Um, that would eliminate what I believe should be the top candidate for the Bears defensive coordinator job. And if it happens, it would suggest to me that the Bears weren't serious about considering Rodgers for the job here. Well, I, I believe how it was reported that Rodgers is out of a contract. His right. contract expired. So um, I think the way you phrase that is important here that we don't know if he's going to be their defensive coordinator or not. I mean, it would make sense if he were, but the bears can't block him from going anywhere. Right. So really the only way that it seemed like the bears are going to retain Jay Rogers was if he was given the DC job, um, which, you know, that they would probably have to move relatively quickly to do that. That didn't happen, which suggests that maybe they do want to look outside the building for this hire, which, you know, on its face certainly has the merit, right? That, Maybe this this version of the defense has grown a little bit stale, um, but I do think that you know you look at the the cast of players that have developed under Jay Rogers and and it's staggering. He he is one of if not the best defensive line coaches in the NFL. Um, so you know not keeping him around, regardless of whether you wanted to hire him as DC or not, that is a blow to the Bears coaching staff and, and to their team in 2021. Yeah. And, and, you know, as JJ says, uh, I think most of the Bears staff is out of contract right now uh, with the possible exception of the three guys they brought in last year. I don't know if laser and Barone and, and Castillo came in on one year deals. Um, uh, but Jay Rogers is basically a free agent. That's that is a free agent. He can stay or go, uh, could stay as defensive line coach, could stay as defensive coordinator, could go somewhere else to be one of those things or something else. Um, I in visiting with uh, Kevin Fishbane earlier in the show and, and Dan Pompey have already indicated to our audience, in my opinion, the, the Bears list of candidates to this point is somewhat underwhelming. Uh, uh, I think Mike Singletary would be an awful idea. 
uh, you know, George Edwards, James Betcher, uh, these guys are, you know, they're not terrible, but, but, but they don't exactly blow your hair back. I don't know a lot about Jonathan Gannon, uh, but but this is one of the reasons that I was so intrigued by uh, by a Fangio disciple in Rogers, uh, and so I'm curious for your take on the names that we've heard so far. Underwhelming, I think, is is a good way to put it, and it speaks to a concern that I know I had, and I know a lot of us had when Chuck Pagano retired, and that's that I don't know if this job is very good, the defensive coordinator job, because I think around the league. Certainly the perception of Matt Nagy will be that he's on the hot seat going into 2021. So the list of candidates that have come out have kind of tracked with it being a less than stable job. You've got a guy in George Edwards who was not a position coach or a coordinator last year with the Dallas Cowboys. He was passed over for the Cowboys DC job in favor of Dan Quinn. You have another guy in James Betcher who wasn't even in the NFL or football, I believe, at all last year. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon, uh, someone who has had some experience, uh, you know, coaching defensive backs, coaching uh, cornerbacks, you know, you know, being under Matt Eberflus in Indianapolis, pretty decent guy there, but has never had uh, a coordinator job before. Uh, you know, Gannon's the one who I think I'm the most interested in out of these because he kind of fits that young and up and younger up and coming type coach. Going with the the kind of retreads here kind of would mirror what the Bears had to do a year ago with their offensive coordinator job, right? Where Bill Lazor was an analyst with Penn State in 2019. He wasn't even in the NFL. And they went out and got him, you know, Clancy Barone, Juan Castillo, two guys who were out of football in 2019. It's not that you can't get good coaches, certainly, but you're not going to find the next Brandon Staley with some retreads here, you know, you might find someone who can do a good job, but if you're looking to hit a home run, you know, the the Detroit Lions might've hit it by hiring Aaron Glenn as their defensive coordinator. It's uh, an up and coming guy who was getting head coaching interviews already as the Saints secondary coach. He went and joined Dan Campbell in Detroit. That's the kind of hire I think Bears fans want, but it's not the hire. It seems like they're going to get here. Yeah, JJ, I I would argue the opposite about the attractiveness of the job. I understand what you're saying, and that is sometimes a consideration. But the flip side of it is there's not a lot of places where you can go and get to coach Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith and Kyle Fuller and Eddie Jackson. And, you know, if you're any good, you're going to be successful with them. And if, in fact, you have a lame duck coach and Nagy gets fired at the end of this year, but you've done well with that defense, who suddenly become a top candidate? So I don't worry at all about the status of the coaching staff in terms of getting the top guy. And Matt Nagy has shown himself more than willing to give the defense to his coordinator. You don't have to worry about a head coach who's going to be meddling. So so the question that I have is, is do you get the right guy? And to your point, it annoyed me from the jump that, that all three changes last year uh, in Laser and Castillo and Barone were out of the league. And, and if you want to see the result of that, that probably played a big part in it taking until coming out of the bye and adjusting the offense to finally get something done on that side of the ball. So um, I, I have a real issue with going out for more guys who've been out of the game. I, I, I just well, think that would be a huge mistake. Real quick thought on that, Hub, as you're, you're explaining that. Yeah, the talent on the Bears' defense certainly is there. Wouldn't it almost be better, though, if the Bears weren't getting 
kind of the, the top up-and-coming candidates. It, isn't it worse if the Bears could get those guys, at least in for interviews, but chose to go this route? Wouldn't that almost be worse? Yeah, it would. <laughs> and I, I think that's, I mean, you know, this whole idea of interviewing Mike Singletary really annoys me. Mike is not a good football coach. He is an outstanding human being. He was an outstanding football player, but he's really never demonstrated himself to be a good coach. He's a Bears legend. Now, Dan Pompey suggested to me a while ago it could be because he knows that Mike is trying very hard to get back in the game that Mike reached out to them and requested the interview, in which case I would fully understand why you would pay him that respect and think it would be correct to give him the interview. But if it's the opposite, if this is now George McCaskey trying to do something that he thinks that Mike the fans happy that would really disturb me because that that would be a horrible reason to, to to involve him in the process yeah i mean if if this were to come out as meddling from you know the 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 top of the front office that would be bad i hub i don't get the sense that that is something george mccaskey would do though right um that i would i would be i would be floored if it was a George McCaskey pushing Mike Singletary on Matt Nagy. That that does not track with what we know about George and certainly what we know about Matt. Yeah, I, I don't think there's really any chance that that is what happened. I do suspect that Dan nailed it, that it was Singletary reaching out to the Bears, and they certainly owed him the respect of a conversation. Uh, and we have to hope that that's all there, or at least I have to hope that that's all there was to that one. Uh, I'm visiting with J.J. Stankovitz on the Alpamani Nissan hotline. Visit Alpamani Nissan on North Avenue in Melrose Park or apnissan.com. Uh, and I am broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios uh, let's get to the Deshaun Watson silliness. I, I, I don't want to cover the same subject with all my Bears guests, but these are obviously the two hot stories right now. And, and I call it the Deshaun Watson silliness because even beyond the fact that the Texans have said he's not available and Watson has said he hasn't asked for a trade, even if he became available, the Bears are, are nowhere near in a position to compete with teams like the Jaguars, the Jets, the Dolphins, even the Panthers to, to, to possibly be able to make a deal for him. A hundred percent, Pub. Um, I wrote a thing on NBCSportsChicago.com this week that went through all the, the other teams that could theoretically, hypothetically be interested in Deshaun Watson. And I came down, I had 20 teams that the Bears included on there where, you know, you, you get to the end. And I'm just kind of like throwing the Browns and the Vikings in there. Not that I think they would, but because, hey, but there are are so many teams in the NFL that could use Deshaun Watson. And the point of it was to compare how the Bears, what the Bears could offer the Texans, number one, and then what the Bears could offer Deshaun Watson, number two. And most teams that I went through could offer both the Texans and Watson more than the Bears. Because to get Watson, you're not – you're like I've seen some people suggest you could trade two first rounders and Nick Foles. No, and and, and <laughs> that's the, ridiculous. The, yeah, that's... right. And and the Texans, if you're trading Deshaun Watson, if you are deciding that or your hand is forced, you're you're going to want a top ten pick. But if you trade Deshaun Watson for the twentieth overall pick in 2021, which is what the Bears have, and then additionally two other first round picks, say you're probably not expecting those to be top 10 picks because you're trading Deshaun Watson. So the Texans most likely are going to want a top 10 pick or a high pick plus an incredibly high value player. 
I, I saw the athletic uh, Mike Sando suggested like the, the caliber of player we're talking about here is Nick Bosa. So th- that is where the Bears are going to hit a stumbling block. Even if you offered three first-rounders and Roquan Smith, is that going to do it? I don't know. Because Deshaun Watson is one of the five most valuable players in the NFL because he's the, one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion. So the, the Texans are going to want the number two overall pick. They're going to want the number three overall pick that they traded to Miami. They're going to want the number four overall pick from Atlanta. They're going to want the number eight overall pick from Carolina. This is what we're talking about here. We're not talking about the 20th overall pick. And then additionally, what do the Bears have to offer Deshaun Watson? Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, and David Montgomery? Is that going to get Deshaun Watson to come to Chicago? Probably not. Yeah, I, I you know, the, the only thing that we – aren't sure of we know that Watson has limited no trade uh, ability but 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 then the flip side of it is that he has no ability to force a trade other than threatening to sit out you know and and quite frankly if I'm the Texans my answer to him would be good go ahead and sit out and by the way you owe us that 27 million dollar signing bonus we just gave you uh, you know so <laughs> the, the whole thing it, it, it kind of gets goofy um, but it's been fun conversation uh, for fans in, in talk radio the last week or two JJ before we move on though let's talk about how the Bears do get better uh, what do you think that let's start with the quarterback position how do you think they should approach it during the offseason I mean, how I would approach it would be to start building everything else. Um, it would be to start building the structure around the quarterback. So really invest draft capital into your offensive line. Uh, you know, that probably means you're probably going to move on from Bobby Massey and take a right tackle with that 20th overall pick. And then start finding some more receivers. Find another tight end. Really start building around not the quarterback, but around Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, David Montgomery, James Daniels, Cody Whitehair. You could throw Sam Mustafer in that equation too. Because there are some decent up-and-coming pieces on this offense, but not enough to where I would feel comfortable throwing a young quarterback in there. What I worry the Bears are going to do, Hub, is that they are going to, with the edict from George McCaskey and Ted Phillips that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy need to show progress, that – Ryan Pace, quite frankly, is going to fall in love with the quarterback this cycle. And he's going to do whatever he can do to go get that guy. The cost to move up from number 20 to even number 10. We're talking about this year's first-round pick, next year's first-round pick, plus more. If you want to move up into the top five to guarantee one of the four best quarterbacks, most likely, in this draft, we're talking about this year's first-round pick plus two more first-round picks. That's what it took. Uh, Washington to move up and get Robert Griffin the third. The Bears can really mortgage their future here for some short-term payoffs. That is a huge concern of mine because if you draft a quarterback that high with the structure the Bears have right now, I I worry that you might go through what we saw in 2017 with Mitch Trubisky, where that quarterback's development may be stunted and. Whether or not, you know, Mitch was ever salvageable is something that's up for debate, but 2017 did not help his case. And the Bears could do some real long-term damage to their future as a franchise in the 2020s if they get overly aggressive this draft to go get a quarterback. That, to me, would be 
a very, very tenuous situation for this franchise. Maybe you go get somebody who's a transcendent talent who can overcome the lack of weapons on this offense. But if you don't, you're really setting this franchise back a while. And it, it would be a while before the Bears would be good again if that were to happen. JJ, I'm fascinated by a couple things you just said or at least alluded to, but I got to start with, would you really rather have Charles Leno at left tackle than Bobby Massey at right tackle? Based on the cap numbers for this year, yes. Uh, Charles Leno carries about $5 million of dead cap. You'd save, I believe it's about six and a half by cutting him. You can save, I think it's six by cutting Bobby Massey. He has a lower dead cap number. Look, Bobby Massey's probably a better player than Charles Leno, but Bobby Massey is hurt. He, he, I don't know if you can trust him to stay healthy. He's been dinged up here and there over the course of his time with the Bears and then obviously uh, missed a significant chunk of time this year. Charles Leno, say what you want about his play, but he's barely missed a snap since he took over as the Bears' starting left tackle. I'm going to go with the durability and the, that dead cap figure this year is why I would keep him over Massey. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's great that he's out there, but it's a problem that he's out there because he's so bad. So, uh, you know, I, I really struggle with that one. And and the cap savings is what you're really looking at. I mean, you know, the the, the dead cap money isn't our problem so much as how you can save against the cap. Uh, I, I don't I just don't see Ryan Pace mortgaging the future to, to go after a quarterback. It doesn't make sense because most likely he wouldn't have that future if he does that. Um, uh, you know, so I, I, I don't know. My sense is that you go get whoever you think is the best of these veteran quarterbacks, all of whom are pretty much backups, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, Andy Dalton, let him compete with Nick Foles. Uh, I was high on the, 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 let's give Mitch one more year and approve it deal. Um, but I just, my sense is, and I don't know if you agree, I, I just can't escape this feeling that Matt Nagy is done with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I, that was my column after the Bears-Saints playoff game, that it just kind of felt like this is the end of this. You know, if Matt Nagy isn't going to trust Mitch, again, you know, in the two biggest games of the year with the season on the line, it, there's no need for this to continue. And, and I was with you, Hub. I, I thought Mitch made a lot of sense for the Bears to come back based on the players who would otherwise be available. You know, essentially, if you go and you sign one of these veteran quarterbacks, you're basically signing another version of Nick Foles, uh, a backup. You know, pairing Tyrod Taylor with Nick Foles doesn't make a lot of sense, but the Bears might have to do it because if they don't, what I mean, what, what are they going to do in the draft? What if you get to the second round and every quarterback they liked is off the board? I mean, you're – it's going to be Nick Foles starting with Ken. And I, I just I wonder how the Bears approach this. I, I think the trading up thing to me, while, yes, you're right, it doesn't make sense, um, I don't know if that's going to stop them, quite frankly. Well, but, but, J.J., the problem I have with it is that even if you do, unless it's Trevor Lawrence, which it's obviously not going to be, you still don't want that guy starting on opening day anyway. You know, so 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 you're 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 basically making him Nick Foles backup, and, and Foles could go out and get hurt the first week of the season. So I, I don't see that as an option for the Bears. I, I I just even if they do draft a quarterback in the first round, I think they still need to bring in another veteran and carry three. You know what Ryan Pace said uh, during his uh, postseason press conference? This might have got lost a little bit 
he said the Bears still think there's some evaluation out there on Nick Foles. Um, to me, that, that kind of sent like a, a red flag up for me of like, they might be more okay with Nick Foles being their week one starting quarterback than I think 99.9% of Bears fans would be. You know, JJ, unfortunately, we're out of time because I tend to agree. I do think there's some more evaluation, too. I'm not optimistic about it, believe me. <laughs> I know what we saw, <laughs> but but we got to remember that, that, that this guy is who he is. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's had some great stretches in the NFL, and he had no offseason, didn't meet a teammate until the day he got to training camp at the end of July, and, and then, when forced into action, played behind the worst offensive line in football. Those things are realities, you know, and so I think that if there is a more normal offseason, a better chance to prepare him, if nothing else, just the year's experience, I think he can play better than he did. I don't think he can be your franchise quarterback, and I think that's why you still have to address the position. Right. I don't think you show the progress the McCaskey family wants with Nick Foles as your starting quarterback. You might wind up 8-8 eight and eight again. JJ, I got to run. I do appreciate the time, though, man. Thank you so much. I'm sure we will be seeing each other on Zoom sometime in the next couple of days because they've got to get this defensive coordinator job done before there's no chairs left in the game of musical chairs. Um, so until then, stay well, and thank you for your time tonight. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Appreciate it, Hub. You stay well, too. Thank you. That is J.J. Stankovitz. Read him and look for him at NBC Sports Chicago. Follow him on Twitter at J.J. Stankovitz. I've got to take a quick break here, guys. We've got about an hour and a half window here, about an hour and 20, where it's you and me. Your phone calls, your text, 312-644-6767. We can talk about anything that's on your mind, whether it's the Bears, the playoffs, the Super Bowl. Uh, you want to get into some Blackhawks, some Bulls, some baseball. At 9 o'clock, Bruce Levine will be here, and we will definitely get into some Sox and some Cubs, update some of the hot stove stuff. Action by the White Sox, lack of action by the Cubs. But until then, 312-644-6767. Let me know what's on your mind. We're back in just a moment to get started with it. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Hub Arkish in for Joe Ostrowski tonight on the Joe O Show. Going to be with you until 10 o'clock this evening. We are talking about whatever is on your mind in the world of sports, or for that matter, wherever you want to go. But certainly we are Chicago's number one rated all sports radio station. Uh, I am here uh, with a special focus on the Chicago Bears and the National Football League, but delighted to talk about anything you want uh, in the world of sports or otherwise. At 9 o'clock, our senior baseball expert here at 670 Score, Bruce Levine, is going to join us. We've already had uh, a great lineup of guests as uh, Kevin Fishbane and Dan Pompey of The Athletic, uh, J.J. Stankovitz from NBC Sports Chicago, uh, have already stopped by. My man Studs is with me tonight. Adam Studzinski is our producer engineer working behind the glass. Adam is the friendly voice on the other end of the phone when you dial us up at 312-644-6767. That would be on the BetQL listener line. We do appreciate uh, the folks at BetQL. Uh, Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And we will go out to the BetQL listener line right now to get to Matt, who's out in Gardner. Matt, how you doing tonight? Hey, uh, it's, it's Mad Brad, actually. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Why can't the Bears do what the Cubs did with Crane Kenny, move Ted Phillips to the business side, and hire somebody to come in like the Cubs did with Theo and run the football side? I mean, to me, it's, it's that simple, and I think it would appease a lot of Bears fans out there. Now, I don't have any clue who would be that right person. You would more than anyone, I think. But that's what I think they need to do. Thanks for taking my call, and I'm looking forward to your answer. Well, Brad, thank you. I, you know, the problem that I think Bears fans are having right now is that according to George McCaskey, that's what he's done. You know, and, and, and people just don't like the outcome. Um, but allegedly, when Ryan Pace was hired... Ted Phillips was moved to strictly the business side, not to be involved in the football operation. Um, and, and people just don't like the fact that Ryan Pace is the top football guy that, 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 uh, that, that George brought in to accomplish that. Now, you know, some of that is George's own fault, because if that is the case, then why was Ted Phillips even part of that press conference last week? I, I can't begin to answer that. But you heard George say how absurd it was for anybody to think that, that Ted uh, is meddling in, or involved in the football business. So um, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and, and Bears fans, I think, just don't want to either accept uh, or believe that, that George McCaskey is telling you that's what he's done. And, and, and so where I think we get hung up on this is a lot of people are, are trying to adjust it a little bit and say, okay, if you're going to keep Ryan Pace, you need to bring in another top football guy to be between him and George. It doesn't work that way in most organizations in the NFL. It doesn't work that way in successful organizations in the NFL. And, and I don't know that the Bears accomplish anything by doing that. Um, but, but Brad, the answer to your question is that George McCaskey says he agrees with you. And, and he says that the way the Bears are being run right now um, is with Ted Phillips overseeing the business and Ryan Pace as his top football guy. So let's get to one more before we have to break for the top of the hour. Frederick is on the south side. Frederick, how you doing? Hey, Hub, how you doing today, man? Good, thank you. Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Hub, you give me a quick second here, man. Get a little context. Um, I come in peace, so let me say that first so we get this clear. <laughs> okay. You know, I, you and I inter- interacted on the score before. I asked you a question about why Nagy ran the ball before the field goal, so he threw it or something. We were like, that's ridiculous. Like, I agree with you, whatever, this and that. But there are a lot of things I don't necessarily agree with you with. I don't have the benefit of knowing, like, you know, Singletary to say, hey, he's a great guy, but, uh, you know, bad coach. You know, I don't have the benefit of knowing you, but I listen to the score all day, every day for the most part. And so that's how I know you. I don't think you're a particularly bad guy, though I don't agree with some of your football points. Thank God for Parkins for that. I won't be as articulate as, say, Frank from Oak Park here, but you made a statement on the Bernstein show today in which he called you on, and you didn't really qualify, man. And I thought it was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in that you said there weren't enough qualified black candidates, and that's why, you know, sort of the reason why, you know, coaches aren't being hired. And that's just absurd for Fred, so Fred, many Fred, 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 wait, Frederick, wait a minute. Let, let me just quote. What I said was there weren't as many qualified black candidates. And so hopefully you still have the same concern. But I didn't say there, that, that there, there weren't enough. I said there weren't as many. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I appreciate you qualifying that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, cause at that time, I'm like, man, that's, that's the unconscious bias in which we speak. Because there are plenty. 
if there were a moratorium right now on hiring white coaches, the NFL wouldn't go under. I promise you that. They're play, they don't get the nod. White coaches get recycled all the time in the NFL, over and over. And, you know, the black coaches just don't get the look, regardless of the Rooney rule, you know. And, and there's a million reasons why, but I thought that was the statement. But the fact that you qualified saying as many, uh, I think they still need to get the look, man. You know, you might be saying as many because you're saying there's more white coaches in there, but there's as many, I think, uh, you know. When, when, when it's the same thing with Kaepernick. You're telling me that there are there were 15 quarterbacks better. There were probably 15 quarterbacks better than him, but not starting quarterbacks. Definitely not any backups. Mm-hmm. Well, Frederick, you're preaching to the choir here, man. Uh, you know, I, I I am horrified by the fact that that five of these jobs filled without a single minority candidate because there are highly qualified minority candidates. Uh, there there just are not as many obvious choices uh, as, as there are, uh, you know, Caucasian, white, whatever we want to call them, non-minority. Um, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, I, I have been outraged from the day he was blackballed. Can't understand. I've written on two or three different occasions that, that I'm furious with the Bears for not bringing him in with their obvious problems. So, um, you know, w- w- we're on the same side of the debate. I, I think it's just in, in trying to figure out how to solve the problem. Uh uh, I, I can't believe that the NFL thinks the answer is to reward teams who graduate minority candidates to top jobs with other teams with valuable draft picks, but not rewarding the teams who who, who hire these guys. I mean, that just makes no sense. There, there are certain things here um, that, that, that obviously could improve the situation that the league is not doing. You know, this new rule where where the Rams and the Saints are going to each get two third-round compensatory picks because they had a minority candidate advance to uh, either a coordinator or or not a coordinator, but a head coach or, or a GM job, why not at least split the picks? I mean, give one to them and one to the team that hires them. That's just basic common sense. And and so um, I, I think it's outrageous when, when I see a profession that is over 70% minority in terms of the people who work in the industry and yet 90% non-minority at the top management levels. There's no excuse or justification for that. And the problem is obviously in the way candidates are being advanced for these jobs. And, and, and while I do believe the league is concerned about it, it's time to start proving that with actions rather than words, you, you know, and, and they've got to make adjustments to the Rooney rule that will create a real incentive for teams to work overtime to find not just the best candidate, but the best minority candidate. And that's kind of where we're stuck right now. So, uh, you know, Frederick, I, I, I suspect that that puts us pretty much in the same place. Uh, and I hope it at least answers your concern. Got to take a break. We're at the top of the hour, but we're only at the halfway point, guys. Going to be on the phones with you for the next hour at least at 312-644-6767. That's the BetQL listener line. Give me a call. Back to take your calls in just a moment right here at The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.